This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. Oh, that was uh, downright sultry. I kind of went low, and then I felt insecure about it, so I pulled back, and then that became sexier. Yeah, yeah. You can't even, you have no control over it. No, it just comes out, it just comes out in podcasting. Yeah, you're a professional voice person. Mm-hmm. You got to give it that, you know, I think it is about vulnerability at the end of the day. That and projecting from your diaphragm. True. Yes. I um took singing lessons yesterday from what? a... This kid looked like uh, Brendan Fraser in the Tarzan movie. No shirt? Uh, tank top. Very <laughs> ripped uh, and very, like, looked like a heavy metal guy, but he had this amazing, like, better than Rufus Wainwright voice. Oh. And I immediately was self-conscious, and we just started going through the la, 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 la. Like, that wasn't what we did. See, I already forgot half of what he taught me. But my voice was cracking. I was, like, intimidated. <laughs> it was like auditioning for American Idol. I felt... Mm-hmm. So vulnerable. Um, but in the end, he taught me a lot. And everything I was doing is incorrect. I was uh, <laughs> flexing my neck and singing from, it, I believe, inside my neck while yeah. uh, keeping my shoulders very tense. And yeah. what he told me to do was fill my belly with air. And you don't see, like, Steven Tyler do this. But you fill your belly with air and then gradually deflate, much like bagpipes. And uh, I did not know that. How could you, though? I knew nothing. And right. by the end, I, you know, when I, he would sing a sample and then I'd sing it, I was starting until my voice just collapsed and cracked. I, I was doing pretty well. 
And uh, I felt really good. And I left all confident, went to get a coffee at the Starbucks. Guess who was in line? Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Man, that would have been better. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. It was, it was Babyface. And none of us have really thought much about Babyface. One of the great singer-songwriter-producers right. of, would you call him, was he from New Jack Swing or was he strictly r and I believe, well, yeah, contemporary early 90s R&B. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of his songs were sung from a bedside. It was very romance-based, that yes. music. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, at mm-hmm. a time where I was not yet thinking of romance. And, Is he uh, the one that sings one, did did boot boot two? He he does I, numbers. Uh that's the count. I'm sorry, I was thinking of Sesame Street. You are thinking of the count. I wish <laughs> everyone mistake. confuses him. He also hasn't aged. Uh, that guy looks great. The count. Oh my god. When the one thing I remember is when can I see you again? That's all. Okay, <laughs> but Babyface has. His own hits, and then wrote for everybody. Yeah. Why is he at Starbucks? That man is made of money. Because he knew that I'd just come from vocal lessons, and that was my (laughs) time to shine, to just turn 180 and sing to his face. No. (laughs) And I didn't have I know that was my chance. You you can tell me it would have been awkward, but he would have said, you got the goods, and I would have uh, jumped into an SUV with him and started Mm -hmm. laying down tracks, and I just just said, Ave... uh, Grande drip, and I left. So. <laughs> like a grande drip. Yeah, like a huge drip, the drip that drip. I am. Wait a second. Did you say, hi, baby face, or give him I the old nod? I almost did. I almost oh. did. There was a slant because he's wearing sunglasses, but I'm very certain he has the same face of a baby. A little <laughs> bit. I mean, the guy's in his 60s, I think. And he still is a baby faced man. <laughs> And he was dressed like a baby. I thought that was too much. He had a diaper. Oh. Oh, see, I didn't know where to go with it. <laughs> I like that, though. First of all, I mean, that's, that is a high-quality star sighting. Yes. Truly. But on top of that, it's an omen that you took your first singing lesson and then ran into Babyface. That's yeah. be- a beautiful human poetry. I got to start hanging out in Brentwood. You never know <laughs> who's going to be in line. And it's time to shine. And it's time for Chris to shine. (laughs) Actually, it's time for our guest to shine. You've seen her in clubs and colleges all over this country. So many colleges. (laughs) And and Chris is actually friends with her. Yes. So I shouldn't be doing this intro. Oh no! But I thought I'd jump in and just move this thing along, right? I, I love it. I mean, I think I'm good at it. But on top of that, I think I'm bringing a fresh, um, newness. Mm-hmm. to the relationship, yes. to the excitement of yes. having the guest. She's a comedian. I'm sure she does a bunch of other stuff as well, but comedy is how I know her from the fact sheet I read about her. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome Maggie Ferris. Hello. Hello, Maggie. You guys, Hello. that was the best intro I've ever been introduced as it was very vulnerable and I appreciate you really putting it out there. Sure, did you like sure. it? I really did. I loved it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, great. you get so many flat intros in the comedy club circuit that I know you and I both go through that I thought we could make up for all of them today. I feel special. I feel seen. Oh, that's the goal here on Dinar. I love it. I knew that when you were on our list and slated to be on the pod, I've never said that pod. I'm sorry. 
uh, I was very excited because I think that uh, you and Karen would be great friends. And I thought, what better way to introduce you is to record it and really put it on the line. Yeah, really actually put it under some high pressure. Yeah, you must be friends. Karen and I will be best friends and you can go be friends with Babyface. Right, right. I'll step aside. In Brentwood. Yeah, yeah. Have fun. I'm in Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) Maggie, I actually tried to look and see if I followed you on Twitter. Yeah. Because your name is very familiar to me. And I think it's probably just from Chris and from comedy. Um, I'm I'm the least active on Twitter, honestly. But you're being represented because what I found was a post by someone named Jay Bowler. Yeah. It's a post that says, affordable giant clog for sale in Roseville. Yes. And it's you sitting in a giant clog. Yes. Um, And it says, giant dance go clog, $80. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Can I read the description? It says, sure. She's dusty. She's dirty. But she can sit outside and you can sit in her. Pretend you're a foot. Pretend you're driving around. Give it to a friend or an enemy. Cash only. Must pick up. That's, that was the ad. Yeah. It's a 10-foot dance-go clog? It's a, yeah, it was a huge, huge clog. Um, my A friend of mine, Beth, had a club with some friends where they it was called like the Interesting Things Club. And mm. they would just um, pick up weird stuff and drop it in each other's front yards. And <laughs> so, somebody gave her that clog and she was telling me about it and she actually showed me the brochure they made for the interesting things club which was hilarious but um so she she said I gotta I have to put the clog on on marketplace or craigslist or something and I was like no it's way (laughs) too cool and the next day the clog was in my yard and so we (laughs) had the clog in the backyard for a long time it was a great like photo op people enjoyed the clog, but it just sat there getting dusty and dirty. And uh, I had to move last year. So I put the clog up for sale, but it did get some publicity and it ended up at this lady's vintage store and she puts it outside and it's a great people come by and take sit in it and take pictures. And yeah, it worked out. (laughs) Wait, and how did it get publicity? Like, I mean, is this guy Jay Bowler someone I'm supposed to know? Well, I think he's a (laughs) local writer guy. Or else he tweeted it and had more followers and then someone from the media saw it or something. It got in a few articles and a couple of people <laughs> interviewed me about the giant clock. Really? Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, wow, do you guys want to hear about my comedy? And they're like, no, the clog. Tell us more. <laughs> That's but yeah, so good. It's, it's, it, it was fun. To, we had got a lot of laughs out of the clog. Yeah, yeah. I, there's something to be said for I. I'm mostly a miniature guy. I talk about it all too much. Tiny shoes, tiny houses, baby shoes, and baby houses. But when it comes to a large shoe that you can get inside of, I've uh, taken pictures inside a large silver pump um, oh. at this bar oh. called the Silver Slipper. And there's something very exciting about it. And I can't quite. You feel like a Keebler elf or something. Had I had the means, I would have made it into some sort of drivable vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) Just driven the clog around town. (laughs) Yeah. You just could show up unannounced at any parade. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. They would welcome you, I think, with open arms, for sure. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't have to pay the entrance fee or get a number or anything. They'd just yeah. be like, actually, you're going to go in front. You'll be first. Yep. You don't yep. need to wear a red vest. You are now a Shriner. Especially if it's like a Scandinavian type parade, like any, because clog, you know, yeah. isn't that what, Dutch? Yeah. Clog? Made popular D- by the Danish. loud dancing. Danish. Danish. That's right. Danish. right? I think Dance you're go? right. I'm guessing because of Dansko. D. (laughs) The D-A. Danish Dansko. Dansko. Yeah, I mean, why would they name it anything else without the same (laughs) initial as what they are? (laughs) There's no way it could be anything. It wouldn't happen. (laughs) But I'm a big Dansko clog fan, and it's a fight my sister and I have been in for years because I have had kind of wide uh, feet and kind of fucked up feet for a while. So I'm always like, this is the high heel. This is my version of a high heel is constant comfort and I don't care that I look like a nurse. They're the best. Well, I think nurses trended it out, but I think they look fine and swell on everyone. And these days they've made boots. They've made, like the dance co people are like hip to themselves and are like, we're doing this. Yeah. But still, even when I get the fashionable ones, my sister is very angry because she doesn't like the fact that they have wooden bottoms. Right. She just thinks it's weird. And I, she, her big accusation to me of all of our lives is you're being weird on purpose. You're doing it for attention. But what's <laughs> wrong with that? <laughs> I'm not. It's just don't draw extra attention is her, I guess, life's. Um, motto. Well, what's wrong with her? <laughs> yeah, that's that's it right there. Enjoy. Do what you got to do. That's right. If you didn't do that, you wouldn't be having any fun, I feel like. Well, I think it actually was kind of what molded me into the complete extrovert, you know, slash lunatic that I then became because everything was became to piss her off or go like, oh, is this what you don't want us to do? That's Happy kind of fun. birthday or whatever thing that she <laughs> yeah. was like, be mortified see, by. That's fun. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. But, I, I, but I will say this, and I'm sorry to dominate, but <laughs> I bought myself a pair of clogs for Chris around Christmas time and I was at her house. For me around Christmas time? Sorry. <laughs> for, for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Knowing my sister would get mad when I opened the box. Like, yeah. oh, look what I got myself and then slip on these like, and they were kind of like <laughs> platform felty clogs. And so I open them up and my sister and my niece are watching TV in the other room and I'm in the like kind of middle part and I put them on you know, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. I got these clogs. And I turn around, I literally take like a step and a half and then fucking slip and fall so hard that um, the, did I tell you the story already, Chris? No, no. I, I, I've heard it a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> this, I can't believe she's doing her act in, <laughs> on this podcast. But I, I slip and twist at the same time. So like both my shoulders hit the same wall. Mm -mm. My glasses went flying off. My phone went like into the front room. It was like my legs (laughs) just kind of like left and I fell down, but it took a really long time to get all the way down. And I was like, oh, this is going to be painful because I'm old. And, And my niece from where her vantage point, she saw the entire thing and she was laughing so hard. She could not breathe and she was like kind of crying because it was so hilarious. And then my sister's like, it was basically like, I won this clog argument. Yeah, like you course. just told you so. It. Karma. Yeah. 
And you yeah. fell immediately after saying, hey, look at my new, whoa! Like, yes, <laughs> mid-sentence of like, eh, Laura, I got the, whoa! And then it was just like, yeah, like we can't cartoon. do clogs anymore. Oh, as no. you're falling, she yelled, it's the wooden souls! <laughs> you, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> that was all while you were falling. That whole yeah. conversation. You know those, like, falls that take for it's fucking ever? It's slow motion! Yeah. One time I fell, one time I fell in New York, I was just walking and I fell from the curb into the street and <laughs> the extra four or five inches made it so much longer. And I remember a whole bunch of people came and tried to help me. And I said, please don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> Did you, was that before or after our friend Isaac fell in New York? And I remember a bus roll went over both arms. <gasps> you are kidding me. I never no. heard that. A bus rolled over both arms and they were not broken. Did he fall like broken. Superman? What? He fell and his arms got run over by a bus. They were not broken. He continued to to dance the night away. No way. Yes. <laughs> I've never heard this story. Text him now. No. <laughs> no. Let's do the podcast. Okay. All right. <laughs> later on. I'll text yeah. him later. That was, yeah, I just, I was reminded of it because I watched him on a podcast because he's doing great. And uh, where is uh, he? It's good to see him doing stand up again. I don't know. I I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you about I haven't seen him in years. All of our Minnesota friends. Okay, let's go through the list. Okay. (laughs) Kevin Williams. Abigail Anderson. Kevin, last I heard, Abigail Anderson. Yeah, alphabetical. <laughs> um, she's from Arizona, and she wears she I- likes A6. <laughs> Just trying to keep on the same initial theme. Uh, Kevin Williams quit and had a family. I know, and I remember when he did that. Isn't it funny how uh, just your perspective changes? I was like, why did he quit? But now I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, he was ahead of the game. What a forward thinker. Not yeah, that I oh, want to yeah. quit. I just I don't uh, have any feelings about someone not wanting to do it anymore. I understand. But yeah. at the time he was doing so well, he was always so funny. He was. Wasn't he opening for Tosh for a long time? Yes. And I was, too. And I remember thinking, I bet he's better at this. I, I just always liked the way he did. He's one of those comics that when I heard he quit, I'm like, maybe I could buy his jokes. <laughs> he has so many jokes I've thought that, that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he has a family. I'm, I hope he's doing well. Nice guy. Good man. Do one of his jokes. You might as well. Yeah, you might as well. Um, let's hmm. see. He, had he was a really pe- nice guy. He had the pig, the different toes and their rolls, like one goes to the market. That's basically that joke. Uh, I don't think I remember any of his stuff. I just remember it was dark. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. It was naughty. Yeah. I mean, it was funny, but it was naughty. He pissed people off. Yeah, yeah. I feel I like Minnesota comics are known in the biz as being some of the best of the best. Yeah. There's a lot of good comedy here and there's yeah. a lot of people that have popped out of here. And uh, I mean, people write here, which is nice and it's like encouraged. And and so I think it makes a good culture of, you know, creating better comics, not just like hack crap. Yeah. yeah. It was also one of those first towns I went to kind of like your Denver or 
I, that's it. That's the list. Denver oh. and Minneapolis both are places where the local scene was like, hey, let's be friends. What are you doing tomorrow? You should come back to this city and take one of our coveted spots because we <laughs> like you. I I never nice? felt... Yeah, other towns were like, there's animosity towards, you know, sure. anyone that came into town and like sure. Austin was a little like that. Okay. Yeah, but I love it there. Can't wait to go back and perform somewhere back. with a low ceiling. Isn't that nice? A low ceiling. Yeah. Maggie, do you do comedy like once a week? Are you like on a show? Do you? I have what's your deal? I have like a a day job still. I I drive a snowplow for the state, and so I um. <laughs> you must have been a hero these last couple months. I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I have probably three weekends a month. You know, mm-hmm. I would say yeah. Nice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I clearly can't quit, you know? Yeah. I would I would have done that a long time ago. <laughs> it's too yeah. late. Right. I love it it's too, too much. It's too late to it's quit. It's so silly. Yeah. There's too... Dude, yeah, the art of like crafting so a joke and making it better and better and better is probably like my favorite thing in the whole world, you know? I just love starting from nothing and building it and building it and building it and building it. And I'm addicted to that. Yeah. Yeah, and if you quit, there's a lot of jokes that you have that wouldn't have gotten they better. Just be they just sit there on the shelf, half, half done. Not not gifts to the world. You, yeah. <laughs> a lot of big gestures. <laughs> well, I'm Italian. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you talk about being a snowplow driver in your act? I do, I do on this last album i probably have like 20 minutes of working there because i work with like all real blue collar dudes and i'm like a radical militant lesbian feminist you know and so it's yeah. quite a dichotomy if you will <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of that album oh it's the best tougher than a honeybee <laughs> yeah <laughs> i nice. just love it yeah it's tight right. and yeah i have you noticed honeybees um I mean, not that you aren't tough, but they, they have not been strong lately. I see them often uh, just walking on sidewalks slowly. Yeah. Hitchhiking. And- yeah, they're always yeah. on their way out of town. Looking for friends. Dying in droves. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> dying in groups. Tough. And they you know, get the more- gangs of like murder hornets and just killing them all off. Yeah. Fighting with each other. I mean, you've got to come together. And you're tougher than that. Yeah. Are you still in a gang yourself? Yeah. No, I got jumped out. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They process. Is there a jumping out? I think I've always heard of jumping in. I think you get your ass beat worse jump getting out than going in. Oh, makes sense. That's what the Hells Angels do. That's why you never leave. It's gangs are for life. Yeah. Yeah. But you still have uh, you still have all those tattoos to remember them by. Yep. <laughs> there they are. There they are on the wrists. Yep. Everyone's going to think you're a real gang member. I might be. 
<laughs> fact check it then. That's up to you. <laughs> Do a deep dive. How long have you been snowplow driving? When when did you get into that? I love this is it. this is my sixth winter. Did you get to get your own car, your own truck, your own shovel on the front of a truck? No, they give you a they give you a half a million dollar truck to drive around. Oh, it's for the city. It's for the state. Yeah. We for do the just state. the highways, the interstates. I love that you're doing that. So yeah. wait, sorry, because I'm from Please. California. Please. Where snow is very foreign to me from Northern California. Well, you've seen it and been in it. Seen it <laughs> and been in it. Okay. But there was somebody on TikTok and I wish I knew their name offhand, but they were talking about how in California we say going to the snow. That's how foreign snow is to huh. us. Yeah. You're like, if you're going to go to Tahoe for the weekend, we're going to go up to the snow. Go like you snow. visit snow, like it's this thing oh, okay. that stays in one place all the time because we just, it, that's not the experience we have with it. Sure. I just imagined you in your snow plow getting called out after a blizzard. Yep. And you're getting onto the highway and it's three feet of snow, just beautiful, just settled snow in front of you. And you're the one that gets in there first. Is that how it I would goes? love that so hard. But as soon as it starts snowing, we're out there. So it never really piles up that high unless it's snowing like ridiculously crazy amounts, oh. which that happens too. But mostly, you know, we're out there as soon as it's starting you know, plowing it. We we drive back and forth and back and yeah, forth yeah. and right. do it again and again and again and again. Just to keep it from... Have you ever Piling hit up. hit a patch of black ice and then slid around? Oh, like did an you ice see road those, trucker? Yeah. Did you see those videos from, was it like the Seattle ice storm or something oh like my that? Gosh. <laughs> yes. Insane. Okay, so I had to go and plow this area. They're like, Maggie, go over here. There's some buses stuck. And I was like, okay. So I turn on the street and it is just black ice. And there's like a bus here and a bus here and a car in the snowbank and a car. And they have the road closed with like state troopers and stuff. Are you and sure Evil Knievel wasn't about to jump at all? I... I was just shaking because my truck was like, uh, and I had to, you know, put the salt down. And so I was like, I am for sure going to hit something right here. And oh, no. I somehow miraculously did it. But then I was like so shaky that I was like, I'm just going to stop at the gas station and take a breath and go in <laughs> and pee and get something to drink. So I stop at the gas station. I pull into the gas station and I start sliding. Yeah, yeah. And I just kept going. And so I put my plow down because that helps you stop, you know, and I slid another 15 feet and I was that close to hitting a truck in the gas station. Oh and then I couldn't God. get out of the gas station. So I had to like call for help in the gas station. And they're like, why are you at the gas station? I was like, ah. <laughs> I was crying in the bathroom. Yes. I really was this close to tears. I was so shaky. Well, those those videos from Seattle where yeah. people were crawling up the street you can't and sliding stop. Around. You can't do it. It's like wearing dance gold clogs on a wood floor. <laughs> I mean, it's so slippery. <laughs> when you've just sassed your sister about it. Yes. <laughs> Almost exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Were there kids in those buses? <laughs> Yeah, and there were they were teetering on a cliff. <laughs> oh God, you're a regular yeah. Superman person. No, I, yeah, but I don't think there were kids in the buses. I think they were trying to get to school. But everything it was really weird because like most of St. Paul was fine, but this little neighborhood was just 
glare ice everywhere. So you drive down the highway there and they were just like semis jackknifed and cars in the ditch and overturned and hitting each other. And yeah, that was really weird because that just that little, maybe it was like a five mile section was just crazy. When you were sliding at the gas station, were you headed directly towards the pumps? No, I was headed directly towards a box truck. Oh, I almost hit a box truck. Was the box truck filled with gasoline? <laughs> and children. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh my Holding God. Sticks yes. of dynamite. <laughs> yes. They all had cartoon plungers. Just <laughs> if anyone touched the truck, they would have gone like that. Is there a level of experience or years driving a snowplow where you would have gone into that situation and not been worried? Like, do you think there's dudes on that staff no. would have been like, it's fine because it's truly chaos. It's like, yeah, I know. I think anyone would have had a hairy time on that. I, I definitely do. It, it was scary. You guys, if you're ever in Minnesota, you can do a ride along. I, oh, my God. It's so fun. I mean, you're so high up the ground, off the ground <laughs> that it's freaky. So you go on a corner and you just think you're going to tip over because it's so high, but you never tip over. Do you remember the the footage that kind of went viral of this? Maybe it didn't go viral. It was just on World's Dumbest, a show I did. And they, this guy was had lost his mind, and he was just plowing cars off the road, like just running into cars, laughing maniacally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, someone had said something to him. And Wasn't he, he in Boston she, or something? Yeah, so there was yeah. a great accent. Yeah, that, that accent along I've, with it. I think that would be the day I quit. I might do something like that. (laughs) Yeah, you want to go out with a bang. One guy had one of our plow drivers. I think it was last winter. He somehow got a car in his plow and he didn't know it. And he was (laughs) plowing and there was a car stuck in the plow and he just kept hearing someone honk. And he's like, what is that noise? What is that noise? And he finally finished his route and got on the exit. And at the top of the exit, this car just went... And drove away. <laughs> yeah. And drove away? Yeah, he there drove away. no discussion? No discussion. I mean, he just left. Did he say, thanks for the lift? It must have been like a Honda Fit, like a little a little. Yeah, diehard. it had to be. And then we have these, like some of the plows are, they're called high output plows. So they're really high on one side and low on the other. So you could totally fit a car in there and not notice. <laughs> but that was scary. I would feel so terrible if something like that happened. Yeah, because if you're that high up, it would be really hard to know. It, and, and there's snow in the way. It would yeah. be hard to know exactly what's happening. It could. I could easily see it happening for sure. But yeah, that would be scary. I didn't realize how stressful your job was. It, there's a lot. And plus, everybody drives like idiots, you know. And so they're yes. always trying to pass you and get around you. And I always crank my salt spinner up when they try to pass me and just <laughs> whips the paint right out their car. Well, also, do you have to be careful of how much coffee you drink if such a situation like black ice or scooping up a car? Do you have to be careful of your stress as you do it? Yeah. Heavy machinery? You mean, so if I drank too much coffee, I'd be jittery and it'd be even harder? Is that what you're saying? Right. That's yes. what, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, what do you mean I'd job. have to pee a lot? That's <laughs> what I, at first I thought we were talking a that's full bladder I thought you were going. Oh, no. <laughs> No, you're, both. Too, you're up too high to just get out. An, a nervous, trembling bladder. <laughs> yeah, I no, don't. I yeah, I don't. No, I don't drink. That doesn't. 
do it. It's the tra- you're you have so many things to concentrate on. You know, you're driving, you have 8000 buttons over here and computer screens. You have your front plow, you have a plow on the side, you have your salt spinners, which side you have brine, which is a liquid that comes out that hangs on the side of your truck. You I mean, there's so much going on, plus people driving like idiots and you're trying to change lanes at the last second because that's how you do it, but people don't realize that's how you do it. So they just honk and it's a mess. You know, you have to, you, if you're, if you're, you run out of salt in the back, you have to lift your box and then shift the load of salt so that it'll come out. But you have to make sure you don't hit a bridge when you lift your box. <laughs> I mean, there's so much going on, you know, and there's so much that can go wrong. I'm, my back is sweating, just you describing it. I live such a it's sheltered fun, life. Though. It's fun when there's a lot of snow to really push it far. It's, it's I mean, fun. <laughs> Just to get it out of the way. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's like it's like some sort of cleaning. Like, you know how people just get satisfied watching those rugs get clean or something like yeah. that? It's like yes. that. It's like this is dirty. Move it. You look in the back uh, mirror and you're like, oh, that's that's nice. That looks good. <laughs> Yeah, rather than the 20 years it takes to get results from comedy. Is it only 20 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? (laughs) Do you have a specialized driver's license? I have a Class A commercial driver's license, yeah. Class So if you guys ever go on a big tour and need a tour bus driver, I could drive your tour bus. For real? For real. Oh, my God. So you can do the hand-over-hand... Big steering wheel type of sure. driving. Sure. That's I mean, amazing. I can tell just by your mime work that you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Fluid. Look how Fluid. comfortable I am. So calm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize it was all in the hips. Your head is Checking distinct. mirrors. Oh, I, wow. there, Yes. Checking mirrors, checking yep. the blind spots, mm-hmm. <laughs> making sure no one's standing in the aisles. Stay down. Right? <laughs> so. Uh, yes. I can drive any big vehicle, really. Have you had to do that for people in a situation where they didn't know that's something you could do? And then somebody, I know, this is an intense hypothetical. (laughs) Go with me. Right. You are at a comedy club. Okay. Everyone gets drunk. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everyone at once. The guy from the gas station with the box truck came for the comedy show. Yeah. And then he can't drive it and he blocked in cars. I would drive everyone home in the box truck. (laughs) Right? Hold on to the chains. <laughs> Don't forget your plunger. Um, I mean, I could. That that situation has never arisen, but I do enjoy that hypothetical. Do you have any yeah. more? I probably could come up with a couple. Like if a city bus driver had a heart attack and I was walking by, I could get on that bus and get the bus to safety. Are yes. you talking about starring in Speed 3? Yes. I am. I am. I think that that should happen. You guys make some calls, will you? <laughs> Speed three. I think we should probably outline it first. Was mm-hmm. there because two? <laughs> I believe yes. so. Speed two colon uh, high, high high stakes, high speed, speed, uh, more speedy. It was Speedier. on a boat. Oh. It wasn't a bus, right? And the boat couldn't go slower than 64 miles an hour or something? <laughs> Shit, this might be, I might be wrong. <laughs> Yeah, God it's the it. same. It's the same script. They just had to change. Well, then we MPH. need a new vehicle. 
Yeah. Like do, an do airplane. Do you need a new license? If yeah. it's a new vehicle, if, then I, you If have I'm going to gonna fly a plane, I'll probably have to get my pilot's license. Okay. But, you know, if you fly a plane and you go slower than a certain speed, you will crash. So that is very plausible. Guys, speed to cruise control. Cruise control. Cruise control. It has 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. 4%. It's hot. It's fire. <laughs> and uh, Sandra Bullock is on a Caribbean cruise, and their trip turns dangerous when an explosion disables the ship's communication system, and it become it, and basically the vessel is under someone else's control. Oh, Sandy! Oh. Right? Does she save the day? Is Keanu Reeves in it? Wasn't he in the first one? He is not. He wasn't the first one. This is Jason Patrick in the second one. Okay. And From Lost Boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to need a new star for the third one when we fly an airplane into a mountain. <laughs> That's the, the big ending scene. It's yeah. like, let's just drive this right well, into I the mean, mountain. the first two were probably very successful, but mine ran right into a mountain. It's, it's a time to end crash. the series. Yes, yeah. that's how you yeah. end it. Bring it to a yeah. close. Yes, I love it. <laughs> that's really good. Speed yeah. three, the abrupt stop. Autopilot. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's already more than 4% on my tomato meter. I hope it's five. <laughs> Let's get those numbers. Let's get it up to eight. Let's kick it. Oh, come on. What does uh, being a public address announcer for a baseball team entail? That's when you just say, <laughs> here we go. Next at bat, center fielder Frank Thomas. Hey. <laughs> You have the coolest gigs. Well, I got fired pretty, pretty quick from that one. That's the only <laughs> job I've ever been fired from. So, yeah. Really? What did you do wrong? Mm, I was uh, I was racist. I was public address announcer for a minor league baseball team. They yes. had like a comedy contest to see who would be the next public address announcer. You got that from comedy? A contest? Yeah. That was the prize and everyone knew ahead of time? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. That's I love great. It. That's yeah. a good prize. Oh, it's it was fun. It was fun. I probably only lasted a couple of weeks. So, but okay. So they had, I'll tell you the story. They had, and I'm not proud of this. Okay. I feel terrible. And I have said my apologies and I, I need to move on. But so this was like 20 years ago. And, um, they they did this gig where they when you know like when the the pitcher and the catcher are like frustrated and the catcher walks to the mound and they have a conversation mm -hmm. they did this gag where they'd say let's turn on the secret mic on the mound and see what they're talking about and then you're supposed to make up dialogue like hey where do you want to eat tonight do you want to go to Applebee's no yeah. I hate their burgers okay so you have a stupid conversation right yeah so we were playing the japanese exhibition team mm. 20 years ago i'm still not excusing it i own this and then a lot of a lot of people three complained and sure. uh, the next day before they fired me they had me call those three people and apologize well those oh. three people gave me all of their anger for about an hour each. And I had to sit and listen to it. I was in tears. I felt so terrible. And um, as soon as I was done with that, I walked into the office and they fired me. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You can't do that. We don't do you that. Can't, you certainly can't anymore. And even back then. No. Now were the people who you had to call on the phone of Asian descent. I do believe so. They were. Yeah. 
very much triumphing for the Asian community. Very right. so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's, I feel like that is a true redemption story because when do you ever hear a story like this where people actually have to go and sit there and let the people let them know how it feels? Ooh, right. That was I harsh. Mean, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you were probably like, well, I, this is what I have to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I took it. I mean, I took it, but I didn't think I'd have to take so much. But yeah, I took it. See, that's why I just, that was hard. That was hard. I don't like improv comedy. See, you never it's, know what's going to fly out of your mouth it's in a true. panic. It's true. Well, also, when you get that, as comedians, we rely on our inner instinct of like, this will be blank. And you're almost always right. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. You really are. So we make really mistakes. Just, we we, we do. do. We do. Yeah. Yes, I have owned it. I am sorry. I will never do that again. And that is my bad. And I should not have done it. And I apologize. Again. Well, I forgive you, Maggie. Thank you. I appreciate that. I know what a good person you are. And I know you care about people. And I know you're sweet. And sometimes you just have a joke. Yeah. Shouldn't come out. I have a bunch of them. I'm sure I do. I never look and check, but I don't know. Maybe you should look. It was a long time. Maybe. Maybe I mean, I've looked at my Twitter and I'm fine. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like things you say on stage, you know. Well, you know, some people do that stuff, get somewhere, you know, but I, 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 that's not me either. You know, I don't want to be known for that at all. No. No. I would like to be known for crafting smart jokes. Period. Right. <laughs> right. Well, also, when you are on, this makes me think of when I did the, uh, was one of the weirdest experiences because Blaine Kapatch is the announcer for the, um, what's the wrestling yeah, show? Lucha, Lucha Vavoom. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a wrestling show downtown. It's Mexican wrestling and basically like burlesque combined. Ooh, fun. And it's it really is. cool and it's a huge audience and they usually have, Blaine is usually always the the announcer and then he'll have like two people up there with him and they just, everyone pretends to be a sports announcer. And so he asked me to do it with him um, and I was really excited to have been asked. And when I got up there, I literally not only could not think of one thing to say, but I just was like watching the wrestling matches. Like, how are they doing this? Because they would like get up on the side and flip around and do all this shit where I'm like, I'm not, I can't think of anything. This isn't funny. I'm impressed by this. Like, I don't have, I don't see this enough to not just be sitting here like, whoa. And I literally, like, I think I said two things for like an hour and a half. I mean, Blaine was just on his own for so long. And it was a true failure. It felt fucking horrible. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, here's the thing. I don't know this like area enough to like spoof it. Right. I don't know the references. I don't know anything about it. And I'm also like just a spectator who's kind of blown away. So it's like there's I have nothing to riff about. I'm not like the observer. Think of how good you would have been had you gone back. Right. Yeah. Because you would have been used to it. You would have right. known. You'd know the tricks. You'd, it wouldn't be a surprise, a shock. Right. And I would have known maybe to like do a little research. Yeah. And yeah. like yeah. not be Learn. in the p- panic mode. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because the more, the longer it went where I was just like, 
oh, I'm not fucking saying anything. Right. I'm not saying anything. Also, it's a good example because it, it, it is a traditional Latino culture. Like, I didn't want to joke about any of it when I did it with Jordan Morris. And also, they get really mad if you make light of the costumes or the moves or that's called the butt scissors or whatever. If you, it's like, that's not what it's called. We have that really in the lesbian upset. community too. The butt scissors. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, from, yeah. When you, you're not facing each other. Right. You butt scissors. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, see, and that would be scary too, because you would be worried you're going to offend or say the wrong thing or where's the line. And you don't know, you don't know yeah. if you're yeah. unfamiliar like that. That doing that with Jordan is probably an example of the wrong thing coming out of my mouth because I remember people booing me and I don't remember. It was like, I think it was just about the costume thing. It, I felt so bad that I went back and let them beat me up oh. as they like scrimmaged or practiced. Was that kind of fun though? It, uh, I thought it was going to be fun. They were all like not in their costumes. These wrestlers are very serious about it. And I said, yeah, toss me around. I, before I got there, I thought the the floor would be soft and springy. Right, right, like and a they, trampoline. They <laughs> threw me around, and I. Uh, it's the first time I ever l thought about getting a neck brace after something. I I was sore. So for not a week. fun. Not fun, but man, it made for a funny segment. I bet. Because I wore like then worth it, Johnny Knoxville, worth it. <laughs> it was it was a jacket. They always want a fuel TV wanted me to do jackassy things, and I was like, well, this will be fun, but I just don't have the body that can be tossed around by other people. I can fall off a skateboard because I know how to fall that way, but these guys slapping me, I had like perfect outlines of hands on my chip because they would throw me against ropes and come back and just slap me in the chest, and I Ow. knew to fall on my back. But I was like, it broke the skin a couple Jeez. times. Like they slapped so hard that there was like blood coming. I, yeah, but that was my, I'm like, I'm sorry I dishonored and did not take the commentary seriously. You can now throw me around like a rag doll. And I think they appreciated it. That was your <laughs> apology calls. Yes. Yep. yes. Yeah. Yep. Both of these. Both of these apology tours are very painful. Yes. yes. I will drive the tour bus on the apology tour. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so fun, though? I like doing it. Because to me, yeah. the bus steering wheel is such a different shape and setup mm -hmm. that the idea of it is so fun. Like you you have to do it like you're. it's a big plate in yeah, front of you. Yeah, yeah. There's no other Instead steering wheel. Here. Yeah. You could be on a boat. That's more vertical. Really, like you it. have the horizontal plate at a slight axes. It's a fun steering wheel. And it's big. Why is it so big? My aunt May, who is my great aunt, she drove until she was like close to her 90s. And then they had this old, uh, I think it was a Nova. And when she would go to make a turn, she fed <laughs> whichever direction she was going, she would feed the steering wheel from one little fist <laughs> to the other. Like this. <laughs> do, do, do. And I would watch her do it like this is not how you're supposed to be doing That's this. Funny. Like it would take, she would go so slow and just be slowly feeding, 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 and then let it go back through her little open fist. Right. It That's was funny. insanity. It was maybe she was trying to keep it at 10 and two, but you're not supposed to always have it at 10 and two. Well, like not you're for to be able to, yeah. You're supposed to go hand over for turn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> you're good. I mean, I wish people could see this. We aren't, we don't have video. You are oh, very, that's right. I'm not kidding. Your space work was steering. It's clearly, it's I'm a clearly professional. evident. 
I'm a yeah, professional. You know it's what you're doing. Based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to crash your bus. <laughs> That's why I'm really good at being trapped in a box because I, because uh, of you all the this? years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had a very tiny sure. bedroom as a child. So I well, you like miniatures. So that's yeah. cute. Yeah. 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 Sleep in a shoebox. Who lived in a shoe? The old you woman. You said you were about to move. Why didn't you live in the dance? Oh, the dance girl? Who lived in a shoe? Anyone remember? The old was woman. Was it Miss Hubbard? Oh, no, it there was wasn't. the old woman. She's just an unnamed old woman. There was an there old, was an woman, old woman, woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many kids, she didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I I wouldn't even have one kid if if you were in a shoe. In a shoe? Yeah. I mean, it has to be a pretty big shoe. Even mm-hmm. as a bachelorette, it's a poor choice. I agree. <laughs> I agree. She didn't plan. Yeah, she didn't think it She through. did not. People make better choices. <laughs> they mm-hmm. do. Let's all make better choices in the Let's future. all make better choices. <laughs> in 2023. Yes. And beyond. What else is going on, Maggie? Do you have anything to report from Minnesota or beyond? Yes. Wow, I feel like the representation of my state is on my in my hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? We got a lot of uh, good meats up here and cheeses, <laughs> squeaky mm-hmm. cheeses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Oh. I I went on a hunt for the best string cheese in the Midwest, and everywhere I went, I would buy string cheese from like a fancy dairy or like a fancy shop or whatever or a gas station didn't matter i was trying all the string cheese i like the fibrous string cheese that just really pulls off and really just fibers everywhere right yeah yeah (laughs) i accidentally went to walmart like two weeks ago and i was like i'm gonna get some string cheese is the best string cheese i've had ever ever really from walmart from walmart what brand do you remember (laughs) leave it going to the kitchen she's off to the kitchen we're this is a string cheese countdown it's a real string cheese incident Uh, i mean i do believe i I believe that the it needs to be mentioned as a brand if it it impresses her she's done the research well we all know there's those string cheeses where you go to take a little piece and it bevels off and pretty much it just splits in half it's called great value great value you would not perfect which I'm not yeah. a fan of. I, I, I prefer Target. I'm a Target girl. We're mm-hmm. it's Minnesota company, clearly. But oh. look how fibrous. Oh, here we go. It oh, really, yeah. Look at all those fibers. It's so uniform. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so uniform. Uh-huh. You you, kind of dry? You, yes. Yes. Yeah. And tasty. It's the best string cheese mm-hmm. I've ever had. And it's disappointing. Because are you, are you going so to eat the whole thing? Oh, now she's eating it like a corn cob. No, no, that was just a... <laughs> I heard a friend who bit into it this way. Yeah. I'm like, that. you're yeah. a monster. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, uh, you know, one of my, and I'm not proud of it, but it's a treat that I often grab when I'm at the gas station to also pee while I slide around is the, it looks like string cheese, but it's wrapped in some sort of a uh, pepperoni. <laughs> Have Meat you seen cheese. these? Oh, yeah. Meat so cheese. you want yeah. they're all you, over. But you have yeah, you eat it like a corn dog. And yeah. it seems like such a it's too soft, but I can't not eat them. I often get two. They're delicious. I, it is I just had one the other night. I was feeling sad. I live near a gas station. I went down there, I shoved it in like a cartoon. I just like squished it into my mouth. <laughs> 
it bent in the back of my throat. Oh. I just started chewing feverishly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even chew it. I know. I swallowed it preemptively. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Did it go it's down, still there? Hole down your neck? Yeah, See, like that's the thing. You would you think. You could watch you, it. Yeah, like a, like when a cartoon duck swallows a wrench or something. But this, <laughs> mm-hmm. it bent. It was so soft, it bent. Good. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah, I don't, we could go back to that. I don't know why, when, or how I've seen a duck swallow a wrench. It's just kind of the first thing that came to mind. We don't have to go back to that. Feel some Daffy Duck-based comedy you've probably seen in the past. Ducks yeah, aren't I'm smart, a- are they? Uh- no, I mean, they often they will jump out of a plane and think it's a parachute, but it's just a backpack filled oh. with tools. Poor ducks. They make terrible, you'd think, being a, a, a flight bird, they'd know not to bring a heavy backpack that isn't a parachute. Let's put a lot of ducks in speed three. Yeah. Oh, good idea. Yeah. Speed three ducks in a row. Yep. <laughs> they're, yeah, I like they're, it. Uh, if, are we still doing the plane? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. And there'll be maybe. there'll be a, a a row of parachutes and then a row of backpacks with tools. Oh wow! Perfect. Yeah, so and then and yeah. of course way less than there are passengers on the plane. Ducks on yeah. the plane. Yeah. Should yeah. there even be any humans in this one? I think we've just. Doesn't have. It's called an autopilot, so it could be just like a flown <laughs> oh, like a drone. I forgot it's that the, the title. Maggie been... and some ducks. Yeah, and that's it. And I'll just yeah. be at home on like a remote flying the plane. <laughs> <laughs> right very modern yeah very there's still a wheel though oh good 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 yeah. okay <laughs> there it Dr- is the drone with the bus steering wheel is perfect why can't we fly planes like this huh <laughs> you'd know how to immediately for sure if it's just steering wheel based any vehicle yeah, really. Maggie, do you think you could do you think you could drive one of those buses that has the accord it's so long it has the accordion center? They're called articulated buses. Yes. Oh. Really? They're actually not as hard to turn as regular buses because they follow. They follow. So it's not like you're turning one big thing, you're trying to get around a curb. It's like half, you know, it's like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. It just follows. So it's actually not as hard as a long, long bus. It sounds like you have driven one. I, have, yeah. I haven't, but I have a co-worker who drove one, and he talks a lot about how he could drive an articulated bus. He's very proud. He's proud of it. Yes, very And proud. maybe a, a little bit on the spectrum. Oh, God, for sure, now that I think about it. <laughs> for sure. Uh, that's what I love about that is there's a real, there's a specific interest. Mm-hmm. I was watching a documentary about it once, and they were describing this boy and he was on the spectrum and they were like, he had an interest in Batman and central cooling systems. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I would give anything to have a specific interest like that. Yeah. yeah. Specific, on point. Or to be able to tie the two together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like Where do they mentioned- meet? <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> I think I've talked about this before, but I had a little cousin that when he was a child, six yeah, or seven, room. he yeah, kept. <laughs> I just got it. Sorry. That one. That one was great. I, that was great. <laughs> there's a bird. There's a plane. Wait a minute. Let me look at this unit. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> yes. You oh, have a nephew or cousin. Yeah, I'm sorry. Young. I start. No. I, uh, I snow plowed over uh, the conversation. <laughs> I do that often. <laughs> hey, <laughs> first tracks. I uh, he always lo- he was obsessed with specifically vacuum cleaners. He would take them apart 
and put them back together. And everyone's like, this kid's a genius. He knows how he was a little kid and he wanted tools and he finally got a vacuum for Christmas as mm. a child. And he was so excited. He took it apart, put it back together and it still worked. And as an adult, he became, he was started a vacuum business. He for real? Stayed. He knew early on Ugh. as a child what he wanted to do. Yeah, I wish I had that. It's the right. best. Yeah. All I had no passion back then, or I had passion about very stupid things like Smurfs or something. I don't know. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. who was it? Who, who I mean, Smurfette. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I always found her, I was unnerved by Smurfette. She was annoying. It really did sound like a man was voicing a woman, where I'm like, yeah. why can't a girl do this part? She was very Harvey Firestein. <laughs> she, was, she was a little put on mm -hmm. i felt a little it was a little over the top yeah one girl that's sort of like my work one girl smurf and the rest <laughs> hey oh yeah. yeah yeah maybe you did execute the vision from childhood oh my god get a blonde wig and white high heels and wear them to work i need a better vision i want to go back in time and change my vision <laughs> A lot of the comics we have on that, especially ones that are like very successful, we ask them like, what are your other interests? And very, have you been surprised, Karen? A lot of people are like, I just pretty much do comedy and write jokes and try and perform. And I'm like, oh, maybe there's a drawback to being interested in all these, because I've been spending all this time skateboarding and golfing. And I'm like, it's not good for a comedy career, but it's good for me being... A, a happy human. person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. being a human. What yeah. human things do you like to do, Maggie? I do. I just got started again in um, glass bead making. I love glass mm. bead making. And you make I, the beads. Yeah, yeah. With like a torch and glass rods and stuff like that. And I, um, I had sold all my stuff when I moved into a bit of a smaller place. But now I'm in a place where I can... You know, I have enough room to do it and enough money to do it. And so I've, I've been buying all my gear, although I I just I haven't started yet because I, I forgot to buy glasses. You have to have special glasses and they don't come till tomorrow night. So I'm just like excited. Are, oh, are they the same perfect. glasses that someone that uh, ties flies would use? No, it seems like. But that would be cool to, if they had dual purpose. One big lens on one side. Yeah. Like two different lenses yeah. that are for different distances. Like a jeweler. Yes. Yeah. Jeweler. Are they like jeweler glasses, Maggie? No, they're like, they just have like these bluish purple lenses so that you don't see the soda flare that comes off the glass because that's harmful for your eyeballs. So these are indeed glass bead specific eyewear. Any sort of glass blowing, glass work, hot, any hot glass work, you're going to want to wear those glasses. Oh, because they're also protective. Yeah. Yeah. And the beads that you make, yes. are they for jewels? For jewelry? No, just anal. You can, <laughs> you can use them for so many things. Like, uh, yeah. No, <laughs> primarily jewelry, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of little ones. Yeah. Do you want me to show you? Yes, please. Okay, one moment, please. Go and go get some more cheese for us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because she I, just eats it herself. I actually uh, understood it was a good payoff. That cheese was indeed 
came off in perfect strings and didn't do that uh, that damn beveling thing where it comes off like yes. a spike, thick on one or end, pointy on the other. When string cheese is soft and moist and basically only peels off in like five pieces, it's almost like it's the wrong style of cheese to be string cheese yeah. in the first place. It's there's it's so disappointing. String cheese has one role and it certainly isn't for melting on things. We've all made that mistake. No, not in the least. Okay. okay. These are all glass beads I've made. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to eat them like Those candy. Would that be yeah, a they're bad fun. Idea? What? It would be a bad idea for me to be like, oh boy, hard candy and swallow one. Right? <laughs> they're not candy. You'll see <laughs> no. it go down like a wrench. <laughs> Those are beautiful. Thank they you. Really... So I enjoy that. That's great. There's so many different ones. I know. They're like, oh, and you can make marbles and you can make things that people might smoke out of. You can make all kinds of stuff. Uh-oh. Mm. It's okay. I would you can never. talk about it. It's legal. No. I mean, no. let's not. That's She's that... got a class A driver's license. They drug oh, test right. that. They you can't be. Uh, There's just no way. You're indulging in the reefer with a state job. <laughs> why? why? No, no, I don't do no. that. She'd risk it all. I wouldn't want to. I'd be in my head the whole right. time plowing. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't. That's a lot of people max and <laughs> My relax. girlfriend does. I don't. She's able to function. Yeah, I I do. I've only, okay. I've worked there six years, and I've only been randomly drug tested twice. So you could probably get away with it, but I, I don't. Yeah, but no, could. I understand. Yeah. Weeds for a lot of people, but for me, it makes me overthink everything. My life, things I said in childhood. I'll just go yeah. down. Yeah, sounds. I get high, and then I flinch about things I said in the 1990 to a friend. That's no fun. Should have been nice. When you're in that position and you're high and you're upset mm -hmm. and you're thinking about that, you just think of my voice saying to you, don't worry, they're dead. Right. And then you don't have to be upset anymore. It is. Just so imagine those people witnessing you. Right. It is. Passed so, away. It's so comforting to just think of everyone dead, isn't it? Everyone Change dead. Change your thoughts. <laughs> you can. Change the tapes that run in here. It's time. You are able. Wait, how do you make a marble perfectly round, Maggie? Well, they have this thing that's called a marble mold, and there's like it's like a, a stick, and then it's got this graphite, and it's shaped like a half sphere, and okay. so you can press the glass into there. You know. How do you do the other side? You wait for it to get hard, and then. Well, you can kind of roll it through there. That so... seems like it would be very hard. It is. It is hard, but it's fun. I mean, I like it. Now, this happened to me once well welding. I haven't welded for a while, but uh, in college, it was one of the, uh, there was a welding facility in the sculpture uh, annex. And sometimes, you know, I'd, I'd slam my car into a curb and pull it in there and weld my uh, car. I was getting pretty good at welding. But I, one time, a hot sculpt, just a ball of metal fell on my shoe. I wasn't wearing the right boots. And it and it, it was burning on my foot, and I had to take off the boot. And at the same time, the fringe, I used to cut off my jeans. My pants caught on fire. Oh, so no. my pants were on fire. And then also I was feverishly trying to take off this boot because this piece of metal, although it was cooling as it sat there, mm -mm. Uh, it did leave quite a blister. Have you ever dropped hot, scalding glass on your foot or pants? Not on my foot, but it's hit my hands many times. And do you just wait it out? No, I keep a spray bottle right here and I go... See, I should have a spray bottle. Yeah. What about big gloves? Big oversized. But you generally, like generally that 
is an anomaly and doesn't happen. So you don't need, okay. I mean, if you're working with hot, hot glass and you're really close to it and it's like big globules, you're going to want to wear gloves because the heat will radiate so much. But I'm making such tiny things that it, yeah. it doesn't get hot enough to really need gloves, you know? Okay. And okay. big old bulky gloves, all this, I mean, imagine what a nightmare it would be. That's like a bad dream I would have where you have big oversized gloves that keep getting bigger and bigger as the marble <laughs> you're making has to get smaller and smaller and rounder. That's the kind of dream that I'll have. You have a lot of have. stress, a lot yeah. of trauma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I and and to get this job where my glo gloves grow and the marbles have to get smaller, I have to quit comedy to go back to a specialized school to learn how to do it. Those are the kind of dreams I have. It's a huge stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Not real. No. Change your thoughts. Yes. Let's change, let's change that tape. Yeah. <laughs> New tape. New cassette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when did you put out your Tougher Than a Honeybee album? How do people listen? Is it anywhere people listen to music? <laughs> like, is it on Spotify? Mine got taken down. So Why did it get taken down? I don't know. Really? Because they Spotify did a whole comedy purge. Didn't they take everything down? It. Yeah. yeah, but oh, I thought everything was back up. Yeah, they they said they. Were I don't even it. know. I don't even know. You can listen to it on all the musical channels. Like, uh, you can get it on the iTunes and Spotify, and you know, none of those pay except XM. So go listen to it on XM. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you have your Joe? You uh, all my favorite. Com Actually, Andy Ritchie, I who I miss very much. He had the best funeral joke. I have a funeral joke where my powdered legs get shot into the audience. Will you do an abridged version of your funeral joke for us now, please? Do I have a funeral joke? I thought you did. Oh, how did that go? <laughs> when I die at my funeral, the middle of the ceremony, I want a magician to come in and actually saw me in half. <laughs> there it is. That's it. Yeah. Oh God, I was so panicked. I hate when I No, no, you're so, right. I just okay, haven't told in 15, 10, 15 years. Put that so back great. in the notebook. That needs yeah. to go into the next set, please. Yeah, I don't know that that ever made it on any album. So I might I have love, to I love a good this is how I want my funeral to be, Joe. Yeah. I, it's so specific and some of my favorite people all I'm like, well, here's their funeral joke. Swartzen had a good one too about I think it was like and the coffin would come out, but then everyone would be looking at the coffin and crying, and I would come down on wires. My body would just <laughs> come down on wires. Oh, that's <laughs> so odd. And Andy's was, uh, like, during the funeral, someone uh, comes in with a top hat wearing a black leotard and a monocle and just goes up to the open cactus. Cat, cat, cat. <laughs> Let's call it a coffin. Okay. And says checkmate and then leaves oh. so everyone there is like that's funny did andy have a nemesis oh, <laughs> an arch funny. nemesis that's just, a good joke yeah he's oh he had he some, had some clever stuff yeah so good i met i miss all the, the kim and you and everyone of your ilk and the cut of your minnesota jib yeah we've had some good times haven't we in comedy we have yeah the funny thing is, Maggie, I think we've only hung out probably nine times. You think? Yeah, but right away we're like, okay, this is a this is a funny person that's a safe person to sit next to. I think you get that vibe right away if if you are or you aren't, you know? Yeah. I don't know. 
I got that vibe from you, and that's why I started I got that this, vibe from you. This recorded uh, friendship starting uh, with you and Karen. I hope that you get to be in the same room together up to nine times. Okay. Yeah. That's our goal for 2020. Well, I'm going to drive her a tour bus, so we'll be in a bus yes. together. A very special yeah. episode of Do You Need a Ride? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. A big ride. Double decker bus. Oh, that would podcasting. be fun. You have to watch for low bridges, though. <laughs> bridges are not until youtube the advent of youtube did i understand those the low bridge yeah. situ have you seen the, the yes. one where somebody has that yeah right set in their apartment or whatever the it's the greatest <laughs> it's so good i mean it's so clearly marked and then a thousand people have done it but yet they still try oh i can fit yeah. right and often they're drive. they're going like 40 miles. It's like they're not, they're just not even thinking anything could happen. It's yeah. not like they're approaching it Ugh. with caution. No. They're just Can like you imagine the, the top of a rider truck. The jerk on that. Can you imagine <laughs> that, that abrupt stop? The, the <sighs> deep pit in your stomach Ugh. of how badly you just fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Well, if Ugh. you have a commercial driver's license, you're done that day. You're done. Yeah. Is that true? Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't hit a bridge. Yeah. Bridges. Bridges <laughs> is a one-way ticket. Yeah. What are, are there any other, like, uh, drop-dead rules? To kill like you somebody. You can't hit a bridge. Right. Can't kill anybody. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't good. even know. I think you can on accident. <laughs> I mean, if so, it was so the guy really that drove around. Depends on how it figures yeah. how it goes out. If they were at fault, you know. Yes. Yeah. What about the guy that drove around with a little car in his shovel? He he, he didn't even get in any trouble or anything. Oh, wow. He's the same guy. I won't say his name, but last week we were... You have to blow the snow off of bridges because what happens is there's like the wall of the bridge and then the snow piles up like that and people can launch their cars off of the bridges and then they die. But so we have to come along and blow that snow away from the edge of the bridge and haul it away in trucks and stuff. And he was miscalculated a few things and he broke four windshields below on the highway. <laughs> Big chunks oh. of snow fell into their windshields. Like, wouldn't that be startling? That would scare the crap out of um, me. But yeah. Especially as a pedestrian. Well, yeah, you wouldn't want that. That would hurt. Although as a pedestrian, you don't have that many windshields. Right, usually. right. No, I only <laughs> it, have two small ones. It could break your glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, he broke three windshields and one pair of glasses. Is, <laughs> Do you remember those gag glasses that had like windshield wipers on them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like stuff like that. I feel like, Maggie, you should do this podcast again because okay. you are the one of the most on theme because this podcast used to take place. We would drive around in a car, pick oh, people yeah. up and drive around. Yeah. And so you have brought the theme back yeah. by being so vehicularly oriented. Well, now, yeah. would you guys drive or did you have a driver? We did drive. So you'd have to concentrate on driver. driving and conversation. That's I really, hard. really... I really, really had to concentrate. Uh, that it is comes hard. easier for Karen. Okay. She can think Good of job, funny Karen. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. We Women multitask. Yeah, absolutely. Feminism. Maybe I could do That's it now right. with my Adderall. But, yeah. One time I gave my mother a ride along in my plow truck, and we got into such a heated political discussion that I was shifting the load of salt like this, and I was not paying attention. I was looking at my mom yelling about politics, and I dumped <laughs> all the salt out onto the highway. <laughs> 
And I was like, can you Mom, you can't back keep up? talking to me about this. <laughs> oh, that's so symbolic. Yeah. Well, she's saying Marjorie Taylor Greene has some good points. Oh, God. Was it one of those nightmares? That'll oh, put it was my something like that. on high. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what we were talking about. I just love that you had your mom on for a ride along. Oh, she had fun. She was delightful. She was an easy passenger. Some passengers (laughs) are very difficult, but yeah. Yeah. Are there, um, if any, do you need a ride listeners who are Minnesota based wanted to do a ride along with you? Is that something they have to apply for through the state? No, just slip me a hundred dollars. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. No, no, they would just have to contact me. I, I have so many people that want to do it and say they'll do it and they're really excited to do it, but they don't want to get up at six in the morning. You know, oh, they never, no. so mm-hmm. they don't follow through. Yeah, that already weeds me out. Right. I, I know. People are like, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna an early snacks. morning person. Me too. Yes. Me too. Yeah. I love the early mornings and I love feeling like I did something. Bring snacks. It, I need it. You can be done by and noon. Coffee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's easy. Okay, we've this is this is a success. Yeah, you guys now have plans. My master plan worked. You did it, Chris. I wow. did it. I like You're to like bring a people together. Friend matchmaker. <laughs> I am. <laughs> There's got to be a market for that. There has to be. Yeah. The in this day and age. Yeah. Yeah. In this economy, hell yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. Speed friend making. You may yeah make an app. <laughs> I will. Speed three. Okay. Friend making. Oh, autopilot. <laughs> Ducks not included. Thank Thanks you, Maggie. Thanks for being here, Maggie. Thank that you for awesome. having yeah, me. I love you guys. Best. I really appreciate it all. You're, Say thank you're you. always a Tell everyone to look me up on Extreme Maggie on everything. <laughs> Wait, what? What is it for real? It's the, it. I'm Extreme Maggie on, you know, TikTok and the fucking whatever. My website's Extreme Maggie. Oh, I didn't know it was I'm Extreme throwing Maggie. in some promotion. Of course. Good, good, good. Extreme yes, Maggie on everything. I have like right. 400 Twitter followers. So, yeah, get on. <laughs> you... I'm going to be the next one. Okay. <laughs> Are you on TikTok? I only watch things. I don't make videos. Okay. <laughs> but I but I enjoy TikTok and those organization videos. The organization they videos. They feel good, don't they? Yeah. I, they really are amazing. Man. And the guys that redo people's front lawns yeah, when yeah, they're Maggie, all overgrown. Gonna, uh, yeah, I was oh, going to mention oh, yeah. that. You have to get into that. mean like a time yeah. lapse? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you those are time so lapse. satisfying. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Even then, That's I all I do on TikTok. So landscape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's good. Well, okay. Think about lip syncing and dancing. I don't know. It's just a thought. <laughs> just to branch out 2023. Uh, I'm not on trend, guys. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you've uh, you've just met my friend Maggie Ferris and um, Mar- and and Karen's new friend. Who the hell's Martha? Why did I bring Martha? Martha can come too. Why don't you guys Martha come Kelly out? Kelly Martha Kelly Kelly. Yeah, yeah, Are yeah. you friends with Martha? Oh, yes. I love Martha so much. Yeah, she's, she's the, the greatest. Yeah, that's the I guess why funny. her name flew out of my mouth. Oh God, she's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for being on podcast, Maggie. Thank you. I You're the best. It. You've been listening to "Do You Need a Ride?" D Y N A R. This has been an exactly right production, produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. 
Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dinar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Hong Kong. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> Follow. Do you need a ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen, so you never miss an episode? If you like what you hear, rate and review the show, and visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase. Do you need a ride merch?